Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today, we continue our reflection upon Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II. But we'll be starting with a meditation on the Gospel of St. John, and we'll wrap the program up with a healing scripture passage. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What I'd like to do is start out this program and the next few programs with a meditation on the Gospel of St. John, our Lord Jesus' farewell discourse. I believe the Holy Spirit is inspiring me to share these passages with you so that we can get to know our Lord Jesus a little better. Obviously, this is very important for us as Christians. And once we get to know our Lord Jesus a little better, we'll be empowered to understand and put into practice his teachings that much better, such as those laid out for us so beautifully through the apostolic exhortation familiaris consortio. So we start with the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 33. Now, this is Jesus speaking. My little children, I shall not be with you much longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a New commandment, love one another, just as I have loved you. You also must love one another. By this love, 
you have for one another, everyone will know that you are my disciples. End of quote. Now, Jesus is not only speaking to his apostles, he's speaking to you. And you note that he says, my little children. Yes, you are the beloved child of God. Yes, you are beloved and you are his child. This is where it all starts. This is where the spiritual life, the Christian life begins. This is the launching pad for your faith, for your Christian life. Jesus says, my little children, or just as well, you can hear my little child, my little child. That is you he's speaking to. Our Lord Jesus knows that it's this very night that he's going to be arrested and his passion will begin. And who will he be laying his life down for? Who? Yes, you. You, his beloved child. He says, where I am going, you cannot come. Well, not yet. And then our Lord Jesus says something very important. He actually says that he's giving a new commandment. He says, I give you a new commandment. And what is that commandment? It's so simple. It's sometimes so elusive for us. He says, love one another. Love one another. And how are we to love? He says, just as I have loved you. That's how you are to love? By washing one another's feet, by forgiving each other, by laying down your life for the other. And he, and he tells us, he tells us how we'll be recognized as his disciples, how everyone will know that you and I are his disciples. How is that? Well, we just heard it. He says, by this love you have for one another, by this love you have for one another. By your sacrificial love, your agape love, your bleeding and dying type of love for the other. Does everyone know that you and I are disciples of our Lord Jesus? Let's be honest. Let's think about that. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of room for improvement in this arena for myself. But you know, our Lord Jesus is there to help us. He knows what we're made of. Just listen to the great Simon Peter, the first Pope, pipe in now. Verse 36, Simon Peter said, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow me now. You will follow me later. Peter said to him, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Lay down your life for me? Answered Jesus, I tell you most solemnly, before the cock crows, you will have disowned me three times. End of quote. We see here how our Lord Jesus is so incredibly patient with Peter, as he is amazingly patient with me and with you. We're often very slow to get it, at least I am. Jesus tells Peter, well, you cannot follow me now. You will follow me later. Like you and I, our Lord Jesus knows the time that we're ready, when we're ready to lay down our life for him, whether it be in a bloody martyrdom or the day-to-day -day white martyrdom, the day-to-day -day death by a thousand cuts type of martyrdom that we offer up for our Lord Jesus. He knows what we're ready for and when we're ready for it. 
Peter ended up dying a very violent, bloody martyrdom for the love of Jesus and souls. But he wasn't ready yet, and Jesus was very patient with him. And Jesus is nothing but patient with you. And Peter protests, why can't I follow you now? Now, I want to follow you now. I'll even lay down my life for you right now. Well, how many times have you and I promised our Lord Jesus great things, great things that we weren't ready to deliver on? Well, Jesus was happy with the good intention. And like I said, he knows us. He knows us. He knows when we're ready and what we're ready for. And Jesus tells Peter, I tell you most solemnly, you're going to disown me three times, not once, three times before the cock crows, before the morning. What a shock that was to Peter. What a shock it can be for you and I seeing ourselves in God's light when we encounter the truth about ourselves. And But doesn't this make us love Jesus all the more when he continues loving us? in the midst of our bragging and overreaching and sinfulness and failures. Never fear. Jesus will always come back and just say, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And we'll say, yes, Lord, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. I love you. And then things are better than they ever were because we love more. We love more because we realize that Our Lord Jesus loved us even when we were messed up. Even as we continue to be messed up because we need a Savior. And Jesus is only so happy to be that Savior for me and for you, no matter what. Chapter 14, verse 1. Now Jesus really starts to pour out his love. Upon us, apostles, upon you, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. End of quote. Are our hearts not often troubled, troubled deeply? And Jesus knows this. He knows this. And he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. I've got the solution for you. Trust in God still. In other words, trust in God no matter what you're going through and trust in me and all will be well. Yes, Jesus says, I've got this. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. I am God. And he goes on to say, there are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. End of quote. Yes, there are many rooms in the Father's house and our Lord Jesus. I mean, think about this. He is preparing a room for you. Yes, for you. God himself is preparing a room for you in heaven. This is so beautiful. And in case there is any doubt, Jesus emphasizes the point 
by basically saying that if this were not true, I would not have told you so. So Jesus says, yes, I am going to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me. You see, Jesus has big plans for you here on earth, but also in eternity. And he tells us why he has gone and prepared you a place. Why is that? Why is that? Let's not rush over these profound words. Let them sink in. He says why he's gone to prepare a place for you. Listen, the reason is so that where he is, you may be too. Yes, Jesus makes it clear that he wants you with him for all eternity. You, yes, you. And he has been busy for all eternity preparing this place for you. And how beautiful a place it must be. This place prepared by God himself. And how are you going to get there? He tells you that too. He says, I shall return to take you with me. He says, you know the way to the place where I am going. Do you know that way? Well, I'll tell you what that way is when we return from this break. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We'll be right back to talk more about Jesus' farewell discourse in the Gospel of John. And then we'll jump into some more familiaris consortio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com, and we return to the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 4. You know the way to the place where I am going. So what is that way? What is that way? Well, it's the only way. Beginning with verse 5, Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And again, our Lord Jesus is so patient, so patient with Thomas as he is so patient with you and with me. This loving Lord Jesus of ours, quote, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. End of quote. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the only way. I am the truth. I am the life. Yes, this is the way. Jesus is the way. And he's not only the way, but he is also the truth. And he is the life. Yes, Jesus, I want you to be my very life. I want to follow your way. I want to know your truth and live it with your always available help. Quote, no one can come to the Father except through me. End of quote. Yes, there is only one way. There is no other way. There is only one way to the Father, and that is through our Lord Jesus. And Jesus goes on to say, verse 7, If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Lord Jesus, help me to know you more and more. That way I will know your Father who is my Father too. I want to know you, Jesus. I want to know you. And when I know you, I will behold my Father's face. Father, I live to behold your face. Well, of course, the apostles did not quite understand this completely either. And Jesus has so much more to patiently say about the Father. So we have our next program to look forward to when we pick up on John 14, verse Eight. Yes, we will learn much more about how Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Jesus. And now let's transition into the beautiful apostolic exhortation, Familiaris Consortio, on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II. And now that we've come to know our Lord Jesus perhaps a little better, this will help us to better learn and live His truth. And His truth is infinite, but it is very beautifully expressed in a very finite but important, essential way in Familiar's Consortio. Yes, this document is a beautiful gift to the church, a beautiful gift to you. And we pick up on the section entitled Marriage and Communion Between God and People, Article 12, about halfway through paragraph 2. And the same sin 
which can harm the conjugal covenant becomes an image of the infidelity of the people to their God. Idolatry is prostitution. Infidelity is adultery. Disobedience to the law is abandonment of the spousal love of the Lord. But the infidelity of Israel does not destroy the eternal fidelity of the Lord. And therefore, the ever faithful love of God is put forward as the model of the faithful love which should exist between spouses. End of quote. Do you see that? We are not called to infidelity. God does not want us to prostitute our love, this love that should be for God and for our spouse. No, we are called to emulate the ever faithful love of God. God's love is always faithful. And when we sin, he remains faithful. Nothing can destroy the eternal fidelity of our Lord God. Nothing can lessen God's love for us, God's love for you. Nothing. His love is ever faithful for you. And this ever faithful love of God is put forward as the model of the faithful love which should exist between spouses, between you and your spouse. Yes, this is a tall order, but Jesus is always there to help you. All things are truly possible with God. Let's count on the always present, always available help of God in our marriage, and let us remain always faithful and true to our spouse. Next section, Jesus Christ, Bridegroom of the Church and the Sacrament of Matrimony. Article 13. The communion between God and his people finds its definitive fulfillment in Jesus Christ, the Bridegroom, who loves and gives himself as the Savior of humanity uniting it to himself as his body, end of quote. Yes, you and I are called to communion with God. And we find the definitive fulfillment of this communion in Jesus Christ, our Lord. He is the bridegroom. Yes, he is the bridegroom who loves so incredibly much that he gave himself hanging and bleeding and dying on the cross out of love for his spouse. Yes, that spouse is his church, and that spouse is you as an individual. Yes, you as an individual. And you and I have the honor of calling Jesus our Savior. Yes, you and I are part of the mystical body of our Lord Jesus. And that's how close you and I are to Jesus. He has united us to himself as his very own body. What an amazing and loving Savior we have in Jesus. And he is the only Savior, the only one who can save us. And he did and he does and he will save us. Quote, he reveals the original truth of marriage, the truth of the beginning. Footnoted Genesis 2, 24 and Matthew 19, 5. And freeing man from his hardness of heart, he makes man capable of realizing this truth in its entirety. End of quote. This is one of the great and amazing things God, Jesus, does for you, for me. He reveals the original truth of marriage, the truth of the beginning. And he frees us. He frees us from our hardened hearts. 
Only Jesus can free us from our hardened hearts. I know what a hard heart looks like, and it isn't pretty. I've had one. Yes, Jesus makes us capable of realizing the beautiful truth about marriage in its entirety. In its entirety. Well, we're going to be right back with more of Forming Faithful Families. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Don't go away. We have more to share. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We'll be sharing more on Familiar's Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world on our next program, but I'd like to conclude with a healing scripture passage for your edification and for mine. I do hope that you are finding some healing and consolation and encouragement in these. Psalm 118, 17 to 8. No, I shall not die. I shall live to recite the deeds of Yahweh. Though Yahweh has punished me often, he has not abandoned me to death. End of quote. Well, perhaps like me, you've stared death in the face 
once or perhaps more than once. Well, if you're listening to me from this side of eternity right now, one thing is certain, you are alive. I'm alive. God, our Father, has preserved our lives through many dangers and challenges to this very moment. And I will tell you something. I will tell you something. Every moment, this moment is a gem. Yes, a gem in the sense that it is unrepeatable and it is a great gift. Yes, God has preserved your life and my life. Why? So that we can live and recite the deeds of Yahweh. Recite our merciful Father's amazing deeds. Yes, I'm sure if you will reflect back, you will be able to recite many deeds God has performed in your life for your good. And though it may seem that at times your merciful Father has punished you, perhaps you have suffered deeply and quite often, well, He has not abandoned you unto death. As a matter of fact, you can be certain that everything your loving Father has permitted in your life has been for your good. I know, I know. Sometimes you might think, well, how can this terrible tragedy be for my good? How can that be? I know, I know, I know what that's like, but I cannot back down from the truth. Everything that God does is out of love and his plan is perfect. Trust him. He is worthy of your trust. Let us realize that God, our father, is in command. His plan is perfect and we should place our security in him. We should not try to be in control of everything because that is impossible. That power and control belongs to God, and we are in good hands when we trust Him. And know this, your loving Heavenly Father will never abandon you. He will never abandon you, and He will see to your salvation as long as we turn to our Lord Jesus, repent of our sins, and we trust in His mercy. And again, we as Catholics have such a grand blessing in the sacrament of confession. What a beautiful thing it is to be able to kneel face to face or sit face to face with our Lord Jesus. Yes, the priest in persona Christi, that is Jesus, who you confess your sins to and who forgives you and pours out his mercy upon you. Please join us next time on Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. I'd like to invite you to join me for a pilgrimage tour to France this September. It's based on my book, St. Benedict and St. Therese, The Little Rule and the Little Way. I'll be teaching about the spiritualities and the lives of these two great saints, and we'll be visiting the great monastery of Fleury, where St. Benedict's relics are venerated, and of course going to Lisieux to visit the childhood home of St. Therese, the Carmel where she was a nun, and the great basilica dedicated to her honor. But there's more than that. At Paris, we'll be visiting the Basilica of Sacré-Cœur, Rue de Bac with the Miraculous Medal, 
going on to Vézelay, Nevers with St. Bernadette, paris le Monial, where the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus was given to St. Margaret Mary, and then Chartres Cathedral, Mont Saint-Michel, the Normandy beaches, and more. I think there's not only going to be time for instruction and learning, but also prayer and worship, celebrating Mass in the various locations, and also time for fellowship and a good bit of French food and wine, too. Come and join us this September. If you'd like to know more, go to catholicheritagetours.com. That's catholicheritagetours.com, or be in touch with me through my website, twightlongenecker.com. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.